The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guns up, giddy up, welcome to the Failure to Stop podcast channel, the number one show where police meet society and culture. Today's show is brought to you by GhostBed.com. We have all the news that you need today uh, that you have something else to talk about this weekend other than dead babies and domestic violence more than just the job. Uh, today with me, as always, I've got Josh from Dead Like Media. Josh, what do we have on the what do we have on the docket today, brother? We've got drones, but this time it's the U.S. drones, and we didn't shoot it down. Russia kind of knocked it down. Uh, the Pentagon says that there is possibly mothership uh, spaceships in outer space. Uh, banks are failing, but Biden says it's okay. Biden's also approving a pipeline in Alaska. He's accelerating some subs to Australia, and then Red Bull decided to land a plane on a helicopter landing pad. Gosh, that's a lot of news. I also have some stuff that I wanted to chat about, too. Uh, I had like Kamala Harris has got a new approval rating uh, uh, that we want to talk about because the Democrats, not just the Democrats. Uh, well, no, like the Democrats and we'll specifically say who on the show today um, is calling for us to be nicer to Kamala Harris because it's detrimental to the 2024. You, I, it's, I've never heard that before in my life. Um, where I'm being asked to be nicer to to a vice president, uh, which I find very odd. And we're going to talk about. Really excited about that. Uh, first off, uh, stamps.com. We did a stamps.com giveaway because they're our newest sponsor of the show. So uh, head over to uh, stamps.com forward slash Wolfpack and uh, be a part of the stamps.com family. I wanted to do a quick giveaway. We were going to give away a gift for a podcast uh, that we do with the children. It's called Grommet Vomit Podcast, where it's a podcast about kids, 10-year-old kids interviewing people like Ryan Sheckler, Rob Machado, pro surfer, Olympian snowboarders, a voice of the X Games. They have all these action sports heroes to get younger kids excited to get outside and get active, get off of those screens. And so if you went over there and you followed the Gromit Vomit podcast, and if you followed our Instagram last call for failure to stop, then you could be entered to a chance to win an actual deck a sponsorship deck that was uh, used in a photo shoot from my son, one time use. Um, and you're going to get to have it. And it's signed by my sons. And so uh, that was exciting. And a bunch of you guys went all in on that. So who, who won that? I told you to come up with some kind of mathematical equation to figure out who wins. So we put it in the computer and Mr. Wilkery. Oh, Mr. Wilkray. Mr. Wilkray is who came out the uh, the winner of that. So we'll we'll I'll hit you up. I'll give it to you on Instagram or Discord or one of the others, and we'll get your address and we'll get you uh, a skateboard deck sent out to you. Oh, congratulations, Mr. Wilkray. We'll be doing another giveaway uh, towards the end of the show. I will announce the next giveaway. Uh, head over to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack as well if you want to get up. Sleep so good it's scary. I uh, have not seen Cocaine Bear yet. I know there's some people in the live chats. If you want to support the show, please 
Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube whenever you see this show live, which is live four days a week. Today, we're only live on the YouTubes for our paid members. If you want to be a paid member, now's the time to do it because we're going to be ramping the paid member perks up in the next coming weeks. We actually just had a meeting with myself and, and Mr. Deadleg that will continue after today's show for all of our paid members. There's going to be some website perks, some other things going on. We have the meetup on the 12th with the One More Am I Out of Here podcast, guys. They will be down in the Raleigh area. We're all meeting at Instill Distilling Company on the 12th if you want to stay in the hotel. Uh, it's it's filling up quickly. They've got a bunch of people flying in from all over. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. It's Wednesday, April 12th. If you still want to get down on if you still want to make the travels over, it'll be an instill distilling company for a couple hours. And then there'll be a live uh, audience involved show at the studio following with free food and drink. And it's just going to be a lot of fun. So uh, a lot of people in the live chats today. So we'll be uh, mentioning them throughout the show. But let's go ahead and jump into all the news. Everything you need to know Going into the weekend so that you don't sound like an asshole first responder to your civilian friends. First up, I want to jump into this whole Red Bull thing because uh, it's so fun. It's so flirty and it's so daggone cool. Red Bull comes out with the greatest stuff. I subscribe to the Red Bull channel. I love it. I On on uh, streaming services, I I uh, stream the Red Bull channel for my kids um, and I, I'm, I don't regret it. I do feel TV too, but they've got the best content on Red Bull TV. So they do the craziest stuff. Like they take like when you're a kid, all those wild, crazy ideas of, Hey, I wonder if we could do that. And they do that. Like yes. that they're like, they flip helicopters and upside, like helicopters don't fly upside down, but they, they could fly helicopters upside down. You know, whereas monster energy puts their symbol on everything. Um, and I don't like it. I don't like how involved monster energy is in absolutely everything very very weird to me uh i like the obscurity that red bull has become like red bull has the best team members they have ryan sheckler uh they've got like a whole bunch of other they got the guy that jumped from outer space like that's real deal cool shit but um how did energy drinks get so much money in marketing i think back in like in the early 90s when they started to become a thing they just they put all the money in marketing Cause that's all it, oh it is an energy drink, but it's, it's all marketing. That's all just trying to get sales. And it's crazy. Like I feel like there's more marketing in energy drinks than anything else on the planet. Is that true? I'd say, I'd say just my- them and, and pharmaceutical stuff is pretty close. I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I'm going to research that. I actually want to know how much money that, that, like energy drink companies spend versus like pharmaceutical companies. Spend. See, pharmaceutical companies can't advertise in Europe, so that's like a that's a very United States specific thing. It's a very it's a very United. I think it's United States and New Zealand are the only two countries on the face of the earth that you can advertise pharmaceutical stuff to. The entire yeah. rest of the globe, you can't do it. That's wild. It's wild. That's wild. But but Red Bull, they've landed this airplane. If you haven't seen the video, and they almost did it like with without actually marketing it. I didn't hear anything about this. Until it, it just it just came up and it's all of a sudden like hey this happened and like the the timeline of how it happened so last May was when this idea came to fruition and they didn't buy the plane until like August or September of last year and then they just landed it uh, not too long ago yeah so they that's took extreme they took uh, a stock plane so the plane that they're they're using is like a bush plane so it's it's known for having like amazing capabilities to be able to to it's called a short takeoff and landing plane. So they have like, they already started with like one of the world's best 
and then they went through the entire plane. They changed the fuel system to move, move the fuel down low in the plane. They changed all the nuts and bolts to titanium. The guy that piloted it, he went on this extreme dot. Like they went as much weight reduction as possible so they can get the weight down so they can land it there. Yeah, so wild. And they land on the very tippy tip top of this super high building. Looked like maybe it was in Dubai or something. Yep. It was that uh, this only seven star, I think the Burj, not the Burj Khalifa. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, very uh, fancy place. Very high. And I guess like Dubai has less strict rules than America when it comes to doing crazy shit. Yeah, well, we don't do like have... a lot of base jumping. Cause so that, that, yeah, so that airport specifically, they've, uh, that's the one that they've done base jumping off of it, that they've done the, uh, the F1 car that did the donuts was on that, was on that <sighs> helipad. Uh, it, it was the helipad that was in Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise jump down, like skydive. Yeah. So that's a, that's a pretty famous helipad. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like Monument Valley. <laughs> it's yeah. the Monument Valley of Dubai. Uh, what were the consequences if he didn't make that landing? Like just retake off. Cause I mean, he took off, he landed, stopped the plane and then took off from the same helicopter pad. Yep. Like, cause you've, you've got the wind, the wind becomes a big variation when you're up there. Cause you've got the building becomes a factor cause the building moves wind and all that stuff. So you could fly into the building. You could fly down the side of the building. Mm. You could lose. Like they, they went through all kinds of planning and, 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 uh, uh, engineering mike patty he's got a youtube channel he's a big engineer and he's got all kinds of plane stuff if you guys go and follow i i watch his stuff because i'm like a little plane nerd but he he's got like two almost hour-long videos on like the behind the scenes of just the plane spot so i watched that all yesterday it's it's incredible the amount of because i like you didn't you don't think about it because it's it's just landing a plane up there but they did the amount of work that they did in such a short amount of time it's a, it's incredible pretty cool yeah, that was uh, it was really cool to see. And if you have kids and you want to do something with your children, put that on tonight. Uh, actually, Red Bull TV is such a you know because we homeschool and we're home a lot. We don't like our kids getting sucked into TV and nonsense. Um, but when it's raining, you know we we let them have the TV and and having the Red Bull channel and Fuel TV, you know it's nice to have because it lets them see other things like they watch snowboarding, they watch skiing, they watch these airplanes, boat races, jet ski races, jet ski flipping stuff. But it gets their creative brain going they're not just watching some nonsense spongebob cartoon they're watching something that has a little bit of substance and it, it gets them motivated to be creative or to think something and almost every time that we watch red bull tv they when it stops raining they're out trying to construct some kind of a new ramp or they're trying to come up with some kind of new video skit and so uh, I, I like the creativity that kids get from from seeing things like that and when you talk about like engineering as well that's pretty cool because it is, it is engineering and you know, they might not become pilots, but they might become engineers or they might actually become pilots or people who build aircrafts, aviation mechanics. So lots of things to get your uh, child interested in, in something cool. So, I mean, it gets me something interesting, interested in being something cool. I don't want my kids to be cops. I don't want my kids to be in the military. Um, now if they do, I'll be proud of them, but I mean, it, it would be cool if they went and did something like really awesome. Had I known, that if I studied really, really hard and somebody had told me that being a fighter jet pilot would have been an option in life, I'm pretty convinced I would have been a fighter jet pilot in my life. Um, and I'm disappointed that nobody told me that that was an option. 
I think that's the best job on earth, a fighter jet pilot. You didn't watch Top Gun when you were a kid? Yes, I did, but I didn't. I just thought it was so unreachable, like because nobody uh, ever talked about it as being like an option. You know, like when somebody's like, "Do you want to be a doctor or a nurse when you get older?" You know what I'm saying? Like it was all, you know, you know, do you want to? I don't know. They just it never came up. So, yeah, I wish it would have though. I think I would have been really good at it because I'm really good. I like even when I drive my car, I like I act like I'm in a fighter jet pilot. I'm always like looking around, like on those videos, like, trying to find the bogeys. Mm-hmm. Trying to find the mix. You got to keep your head on a swivel. Got to keep it on a swivel, baby. Uh, all right, let's go up next up in the news. Let's talk about something that's uh, it's a little bit more doom and gloom, and that's this Russian drone. I mean, this Russian plane versus the these Russian jets versus this Reaper drone. Speak, speaking uh, of head on a swivel. <laughs> okay, I before we dive into this, I like the general's response to this where he says that this was uh, well, unsafe, unprofessional, and reckless. Right. He says that, but then he says it's environmentally reckless uh, as well. Yeah. I like the environmentally reckless. Like we just blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, releasing gas into the ocean. And, and you're then- worried about the environmental damage of a MIG jet. <laughs> spraying fuel to try to take down a drone and he says it's environmentally reckless i thought that was super comical the hypocrisy of today is just it's comical comedy gold it we live in a great time like if if you i would say it's not care but if you kind of just let just look at like okay this is what it is it, it's kind of it's kind of a fun time. It's not, but it it is it's absolutely a fun time. Like right now, you're sitting in your cop car, and you or you're you're sitting in your meat wagon right now, and you there is so much news that's so fun to talk about today that I don't even know if we're gonna get through it all in an hour. No. you're living in a time where you can literally go on your computer right now in your cop car or on your little cell phone, and you've got an hour to kill watching this Red Bull thing. You got an hour to kill reading the hilariousness and the severity of this drone being taken out by Russians, which by the way, Russia hasn't taken out one of our uh, like real life airplanes since the U two thing that was shot down in 1960, but they did shoot down some drones in Syria, um, which, you know, led to a big deal. But like right now we're seeing world war three play out in real time. Yeah. I made a joke to a friend who's uh, just locked down a vacation to the old Caribbean, the Caribs, coming up next year and i said dude just in time for world war three man you're like while we're over here doing the lord's work defending this country from the our chinese invaders you'll be sipping pina coladas in the in the caribs so power to you someone's got to somebody's got to what do you think this has like impl- implication wise on world war three think this is another one of those landmark moments or do you think it's just me i i think when we look back that that this might not be the exact like Yep, that's it. Right. But when we look back, the we'll go. It'll make the oh, timeline. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got the China, you got the spy balloons going across. That'll right. make the timeline. Right. This will make the timeline. The uh, right, uh, all the subs that we're going to give to Australia and that accelerate that, like all these little, like tiny little moves of aggression, like, grains of sand make you a desert. But like, it's still it, like it, worldwide. Um, we we got some more information on the Nord Stream 
uh, things. I know that I, the, the Nord Stream pipeline was my rage show where I just absolutely raged and we have not stopped doing our research because uh, I raged because of the lack of information because, well, it's not the lack of information. We get a lot of information from the news. We don't get as any sources. We don't get any references for that news. Yep. And so you're just, you're just regurgitating what everybody else is regurgitating. But I actually found the Seymour Hirsch, uh, like the Substack where he, like the whole entire writing of his journalism and how he came to get all the information. It's actually a really good read. It would make a great book. When I read it, I almost, it, it almost felt like I was reading a fictional Tom Clancy novel. So now I still don't know if it's real. I still don't know if it's real because all of his sources are, uh, you know, he, he, he won't let you know who his sources are, but the information in it is pretty convincing. But also if you read a, a Tom Clancy book, it's also fair. And if you were to give me a Tom Clancy book and say this was real and, and it was nonfiction, you, you might actually believe it. Right. Cause uh, well, you've got the, the new, like the news right now in the last four, like, can you believe, like, do you believe what the news is putting out? Like, uh, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're reading about this drones or we're reading about all the things that we're reading about today, but how much of it, like, how much of it do you really, really, really believe? Because they've been so full of shit for the last couple of years. It's hard to really put weight with a lot of their stuff. So like anything that's kind of a stretch at this point isn't necessarily that big of a stretch because everything's come true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, <laughs> and we our next Tuesday night um, on night shift, myself and Andrea were doing the uh, blue beam we're, we're doing the, the blue beam conspiracy theory. And that's like one of those conspiracies that seemed so far fetched in the nineties, like just no way, dude, come on. You're crazy. But actually, and now that we talk about the, the Seymour Hirsch and I, and I'll, and I'll dive more into the Seymour Hirsch. Cause I think it's very fun to talk about and it's something cool to talk about. Well, I, actually, if you're in your first responder vehicle, this is probably the one thing that's going to get you through your shift. This is about 30 minutes worth of reading. If you want to kill 30 minutes, but it's probably months worth of, conversation pieces inside of this writing but it's uh seymour hirsch.substack.com how america took out the nord stream uh and when you look at the project Bluebeam articles that were written by serge whatever his french last name monarch serge monarch what he wrote in the 1990s it was absolutely absurd crazy in the 90s but he talks about hundreds of satellites being sent up to space at one time could you imagine in 1996 reading about the government sending hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of satellites up into space to conduct this massive operation called operation uh, blue stream you would be like no blue beam you'd be like no that can't happen because we would know it well last summer they sent up hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of satellites I mean, they I think it was like up, thousands. No, they they so SpaceX is on par to average somewhere between two to four rocket launches a week. So every week they're sending two to four rockets. But into how space. many? What was that string of satellites they sent up over the summer? They, hundreds. although every time they send one up, it's like another fifty or sixty is what they put because yeah. they the, the new because they're now they're on the version two for the Starlink. So everything now is all the newer versions. And even Starlink sounds like Bluebeam. <laughs> I don't all, know. I, I'm not saying I believe, believe Project Bluebeam, but what I the, the cool thing to talk about on Tuesday is how believable it is now versus how unbelievable it was in 1996. 
Uh, also, this Nord Stream pipeline article that was written by Seymour Hirsch, how unbelievable it sounds, but it's also kind of believable. Well, if you want to go back to the 90s, if I told you in the 90s, this is the headline of the article. Pentagon officials suggest alien mothership and our solar <laughs> system could send many probes to Earth. You would say, yeah, I read that, but it was on the the, the checkout aisle and the National Enquirer. It's not on the New York Post, but I just read it from the New York Post. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that really quick. Well, then we'll jump back into the Seymour Hersh thing. I heard this too. And what the fuck is it? Because, I, okay, so I heard it. It was like on like a Monday night or Tuesday night. Uh, it, it, I think it was on NBC, if I'm not mistaken. Or was it on NBC? Uh, Oh yeah, what was the guy's Lester name? Holt, uh, whatever Lester, Lester Holt. Holt. Yeah, yeah. He mentioned it, and then I saw it. Uh, like I saw a TikTok blow up that night. I saw Reddit blow up that night, and I was like immersed in it. The next day, I was able to show my wife some of the clips and like get her kind of take on it. The next day, I brought it up at my distillery for a conversation piece, and it you couldn't find the video by itself anywhere. It was all these like reactions to the video or TikTok videos. Then yesterday when I shared it with you, yesterday, um, like yesterday being a week, yeah. a week old, this article is a week old. Now it's like just buried in misinformation, you know, fact checker this, fact checker that. So in the course of a week, it's pretty much, but I saw it, like I saw Alexa uh, Holt talk about a mothership sending drones down. What did you find out about it? So we, uh, we named it. There was in October 19th, 2017, the Pan Stars, and that's what the Pan Stars is this telescope array that they have been using to uh, pick up all objects near Earth orbit that are larger than 140 meters. And they've been doing this since 2005. Okay. The Pan Stars detected an unusual interstellar object, was later named. I'm not going to even try to pronounce it because it's in Hawaiian. Amanura, O-U-M-U-A-U-M-U-A. Mm -hmm. It was common cigar. Spelling, by the way. Yeah, common spelling. It was cigar shaped, appeared flat, and was propelled away from the sun without showing any comet, like comet trail, leading scientists mm -hmm. to believe it was artificial. Three years later, another object was discovered. Uh, Are the new UFOs cigar shaped? So they're they're thinking that this is some probe from from wherever, and it's coming by the planets, just like how we send out probes to go by. I can't planets. believe this is real news. This is this is what we're talking about. We're not we're not gonna go like put a tinfoil hat on and then go sit with our shrink this after this is, actually, this is like this, in mainstream media right now. This, that's why Project Bluebeam. That's why our Tuesday this Tuesday night's night shift is super important. Is because like. I'm going, I have done all my research on this. Like I'm going to link all of this stuff together for project Bluebeam, and it makes project Bluebeam look very, very plausible and probable. Yeah. Like it's like, I'm looking at a, a screenshot from, uh, looks what like is the planet X tactical dude in the chat says, don't forget about planet X. What's planet X. Yeah. What's planet X. I don't know what that is. Uh, be more specific in the chats tactical dude. We'll look it up, but uh, it sounds crazy. But they uh, put this report think? out 
in uh, July of 2022, and it's just now starting to make its waves. So that's why it, Lester was talking about it because people are just now starting to hear about it. But their thought is is that just like just like how we put probes out to other planets, this might be a probe from another something, or it might be a bigger ship. Um, I think I'm it's part of Project Bluebeam, baby. I'm going to reference the movie Independence Day. Okay. So we've got the big ship that comes in, and you've got those yep. tiny smaller ships that yep. come down. That's what they're possibly referencing. Welcome to Earth, motherfucker. Um, uh, Jay Keefe Twenty One, uh, who is also one more, and I'm out of here. Podcast. Uh, he's one of the one of the three lads there. He's he's in the chats. Thanks for letting us know that you're here, Jay Keefe. Um, yes, this is very very strange to me. The floating turd is in space right now that could be a mothership i don't believe any of this i think this is all it, distraction i think it's, it's all bullshit, and i think it's i think it's planned i think it's all planned propaganda to be honest with you well because what we're not because if we're talking about this we're not talking about the banks collapsing we're not right. talking about our economy collapsing we're not talking right. about the impending world or like we're not talking about all these other things so we're not talking about kamala harris yep we're not talking about so get something out there that's very sensational like an alien mothership with probes down to earth it's very headline grabbing but yes yeah um speaking of headline grabbing and the banks collapsing what's going on with the banks am i so, losing my money am i losing my tens of dollars should i go pull out tens of dollars from the bank today so this is where things can can really start to tumble so silicon valley bank uh failed last week it's not the first it's like the third big bank that's failed recently in the last couple of recent like 12 months they so what happens is is like say you and me we we've got our money in the bank right and we think that the bank's going to they don't have the money to give us so we all make a run on the bank to go to go get our money back, right? Well, everyone starts doing that. Well, the well the bank has uses that money and invest it other like so the banks take the money that you give them and they use that money to lend out to other banks. They lend it out to people. They like your money just doesn't go sit in in Jones Bank wherever you put it in. They Jones Bank will take that money and lend it out to Tansy so he can start a podcast or me so I can get a wheelchair or whatever they want to lend that money off of. But the money sits there. So what happened is, is they start to make a run on the bank and the bank, they, they have to close the doors. So the federal government's come in and they've stopped stuff and they're trying to guarantee what's, what's going on there. But there becomes some problems. One of the problems is, is the CEO of SVB sold $3.6 million of shares just days before the bank collapsed. So that's $3.6 million of assets that the bank did have that he now has that you can't pay out to customers. This has compiled since 2021. He total has $29.5 million that he's pulled out of the bank. God, man. And, and, and they're trying to bail people out for like $256,000 or something like that for like depositors who deposited in the bank. So th this, how it, this is how it starts to... I like how they say this is not going to be on the taxpayers. Yeah, well, it, well, before we even get to that, this is how the cookie starts to crumble even more. Companies then have investments into that bank. So 
fail, let's say failure to stop as an entity. Okay. We don't have a million dollars, but we have a million dollars in assets, right? right? So we we invest that, we give it to SVB and they're holding on to that for us. Right. Well, we're using that to pay you, to pay me, to right. pay Andrea. To pay, so now that money is frozen. So all these companies that have assets and investments into SVB, they can't pay payroll. So right. Roblox, Roblox. And they keep making Busby, it sound like SVB is like some small bank. It's not. No, small they're bank. not. They're they were. I think they were like fourteenth. I'll have yeah. to look it up to quote. But, but, but all the articles say that like it's a small bank being backed out. It's like a small local bank. Like no, it's not a small local bank. It's like the fourteenth largest bank. So I'll just Roblox has one hundred and fifty million dollars. Roku, the fun thing on your phone, they have forty or four hundred eighty-seven million dollars. BuzzFeed, the place to give us all that bullshit uh, uh, news, they have fifty-six million dollars. <sighs> So all these companies are now in this limbo where they can't pay their bills. So then it, the, it, it's a, it's a spiraling effect because now you can't pay your bills. So you can't pay you. So then you can't pay your regular bill. So you can't pay your phone bill. You can't pay your water bill. You can't pay your electric, you can't pay your mortgage. Right. So it's, it's a compounding thing that gets further and further and further. Then you have the federal government comes in and says, we're just going to, we're going to guarantee things and we're going to, we're going to bail them out. Where's that money come from? Taxpayers. So I haven't said where it's coming from. It's got to come from somewhere. And the only place the federal government gets money from is you and me and everybody else. Right. So we're going to bail out another bank. Yeah. We've bailed out Ukraine. We bailed for out the rich. Well, here's the other thing. This happened last weekend and the president of the United States was on the news talking about it. Right. Right. Oh, I, what I think is really funny. Okay. Good. Never mind. And then, how? What, what were Biden's remarks about East Palestine, Ohio? I, I don't recall. Remember them? <laughs> Nothing. You do? I, no, he didn't say very much because he went to Ukraine. Okay. So, and then our border. How how's he doing on our borders? He said much on that. No, that's Kamala Harris's job. Oh, okay. So we're so we're taking care of things that have nothing to do with our actual people. We're, right. we're, 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 so this, this is a problem that gets, it's, it's a big, 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 big issue that, that they say it's the biggest bank collapse since like the eighties. It's the third biggest in our history. And it's well, not got, like, well, and I know why they're keeping it like not crazy news. Cause they don't want runs on the banks. Like they're talking about like shutting down Twitter accounts for talking about it too. Like we've started that now. So the the day before it collapsed, collapsed. I've we talked. I my wife and I we talked. I said, "How much money do we have?" Do you guys talk in Asian, or do you guys? She's speaking. No, I can't. I'm like I can kind of when they're talking about me, I can kind of pick it up. But beyond that, I'm I'm ignorant. I've tried, but it's easier for someone to pick up English than it is for me to pick up Mandarin. Mandarin's one of the worst. Yeah, One of the stuff. Stuff. like Mandarin and Tagalog, like super hard. Yeah. Yeah. But we like we talked and I said, hey, and like we bank with Chase and USA, which you think are big, big safe yeah, things. Big but yeah. if they if banks invest in other banks, then it's this. It's there's the, the too big to fail that. Well, if it fails then everything fails, it's, it's a right. cascading effect. So like the how you got the you've got FTX all the billions of dollars that were gone with that now you have this bank you know, like the writing's on the wall 
Yeah, it's going to keep going, right? None of that. Like you were saying, like they were trying to, to censor off Twitter. Right. We have a constitution that says that the federal government cannot infringe on our right to speak. Right. However ignorant that is, we can spew that bullshit. Yeah. And if they're actively trying to enter like that, that's a, that's a crime. That that's a big, like it's a huge, 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 huge problem. Yeah. Like I'm starting to think now that like the reason why they're trying to get rid of Twitter is maybe not so much of this Chinese spyware, but because of how like people say whatever the fuck they want on, on TikTok. Like it's so much has, there's so much more freedom on TikTok than there is on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Twitter's getting a little bit better with, since Elon's purchased it. And they've put a lot They when someone spouts off the mouth, like they'll like they'll pull a clip out of context and go, look what this person said. Twitter's been really good of like, here's the rest of that full context. So right. don't try to like, they've been, but then they've done like, it's a work in progress. So, but yeah, like, you can't, you got to have that speech. You got to have that form. You got to have that ability to converse with people. Right. Right. Um, to be able to, you, what do you think happens next with the banks? I mean, you think that, think this is kind of over and it's kind of died itself down or I, I mean, financially, I think we're having a really hard time. I mean, we are in a recession. The government won't say we are. Um, there was a run on two banks. The government's really like downplaying it. There's Russian spy bones, uh, spy planes. The government's really downplaying it. The Nord Stream pipeline was a huge deal. The government really downplayed it, even though the American government did, in fact, blow up the Nord Stream pipeline. We don't know how, but we know that they did it. Um, you know, now we're talking about like motherships, and you know, nothing's a big deal anymore. The the Hunter Biden laptop stuff's not a big deal. The thing, you know, the 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 information that came out about Ashley Biden's diary and that, you know, which there's a lot of evidence there that there was a lot of inappropriate uh, behavior by Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. That's not being looked into. And he's our sitting president. You got the, the whole Epstein thing. It's just a lot, man. There's this, I, I don't know that I kind of like to think that we're headed for, for something a lot bigger, a lot worse. It seems like every day something crazier is coming out. And at some point, when does that end? But you gotta like you could we can think doom and gloom, but right. this but this wasn't this doesn't this didn't this didn't happen four years ago. Like it's your crazy darkest. headline news was like some kid getting shot by the police or something like that. But now like headline news is like but like the control. like even like everything that then that's been then pushed in the media that we 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 all know that's bullshit. Right. So like all the police stuff that they pushed, all the police violence right. and all that stuff that they pushed, all of the Russian disinformation, like all of the, the, the shit that they that they've pushed in the media. Like. I lost my thought. <laughs> well, they pushed a lot of stuff in the media. Is it the end of the times or not? Is it all doom and gloom? Well, I know. Oh, so like if they, we all know it's bullshit and eventually like it's going to blow up in your face. Like you can't yeah. like the, the, the you giving, lie for so long, it, it'll, it'll catch up with you. And I'm, maybe we're at that part where it's stuff starting to catch up. And right. if it starts to catch up, then maybe we can hold like there. I like, I think that there's a chance that we don't go to like, we have to end up getting on a ship and going to Mars. But like, I, but it's, it, it all seems like it's leading like that, like, like you're saying, like there's just a bigger thing like there's a bigger something there's a like we're watching not the end of days but we're 
we're watching things like like play out like World War II, but not, if that makes sense. Yeah. Again, strange times that we're living in. Um, what I talked about at the beginning of the show was the whole Kamala, the Kamala Harris thing. So there's on CNN politics. Um, and I brought this up because California is getting slammed by storms right now. People are trapped in like nine feet of snow yep. with no snow plows. Women are running out of uh, formula. None of that's making the news right now, by the way. Have you seen anything about this? I've seen a couple of things on Twitter, like the weather wise, where like the guy's walking out of his, he's like, he's walking into his apartment or whatever, but it's literally a snow bank that's up over the roof. Then the roof right. has got like another foot of snow on it. So it's like a tunnel of snow. And then he's had to dig out from his door. Yeah. Dude, there are so, women that are like out of baby formula. They, they, they can't get plows down the roads. Like people have been trapped in their house for five days now. Like there's no assistance coming their way. Um, they're just being told like to hang on. Like it looks pretty dire. Uh, of course, I don't know. You know, it could be 10 people are in dire straits, but the people that are in dire straits, it looks pretty freaking bad. Uh, Joe Biden went to go look at the damage. And then he sent Kamala Harris to Florida. And a lot of people are in uproar about it because this is like really close to Kamala Harris's home territory. Why didn't he send Kamala Harris and it's just this downward spiral of things that like, like Kamala Harris has done nothing good. No, nobody has praised her at all. She's not accomplished anything as the first black woman, uh, Indian. She's the first black woman. She's the first Indian and like, and Asian. So she's got a lot of world records under her belt, but anyway, she hasn't done anything that's noteworthy. And, this was just another thing that's really pissing a lot of Democrats off is that they've also think that they're kind of setting Kamala Harris up for failure. Um, you have, there was an insult that was given to her by Elizabeth Warren. She, Elizabeth Warren, she said to a local Boston radio interview in late January that Warren was enthusiastic about president Joe Biden running for reelection, but asked if Biden should keep Harris as a running mate. And then she said, I really want to defer to what makes Biden comfortable on his team. So like she didn't give a definitive answer is yes. And this really pissed a lot of Democrats off. And now she's been trying to get like, she's like trying to apologize. Come on, Harris, come on, Harris isn't talking to her. And that's been made news. And then to CNN Politica, uh, the politics page, uh, that many, and this is their quote, that uh, people in the Democratic advisory boards and in the Democratic leadership has personally asked the media outlets to stop bashing Kamala Harris because it does not look good for the 2024 re-election. Have you ever, have you ever heard of this? Like, well, yeah, they, they've done it since 2016, 2015, 2016. They've been trying to, like, you can only say good things about the good Democrats, but they just are quiet about telling the media about it. So maybe they're just saying the quiet part out loud now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, but they're like publicly coming out and saying it. Like, this is an article on CNN politics. Like, the whole article is titled, Democrat leaders want the party to stop its Kamala Harris pylon. Like, I feel like when you have to make a headline news article that goes on your front page of your website 
that's talking about stop bashing some, like stop bashing the, you know, when it's your news, Part. like it's your, like it's the Democrats' news, CNN, and they're saying you gotta stop making fun of us, like our vice president. That's not good, and her approval ratings totally shit. Do they like? Why do they call it approval rating anymore? It's not. It's like disapproval rating is is like forty nine percent or something like that. Like if I, I don't like I I can understand the people that would approve, but they are direct beneficiaries of all the bullshit. Like yeah. the only people that are approving are the people that are getting the kickbacks from it. So like, yeah, if I was getting kickbacks, I'd approve it too. But the rest of the country is not. Right. And. I've never it, seen, I've never really seen that. Like, it seems like such a childish maneuver. Like, stop, like, 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 stop bashing Kamala Harris. But Kamala Harris, from everything that I've seen, she is so dumb. She is, you know, Trump was an asshole and people didn't like the way that Trump talked, but Trump was mm-hmm. not dumb. Like, he said things that he shouldn't say, but he didn't say, and he did say some dumb things. Like, don't get me wrong. But he said a lot of really smart shit, too. A lot of really smart shit that rallied millions of people around him. Kamala Harris says dumb shit and constantly says dumb shit, so much so that the White House has buried her. Like, they don't, she doesn't publicly speak anywhere. When Joe Biden is your representative to go speak on hot topics, knowing as crappy as a talker Biden is, Kamala's worse. Like, she's worse. When she was talking to the space programs, I'll never forget it. This is worth looking up, like, what she said to the space programs. And she's like, she talked to these, like, this is NASA. Like, NASA engineers. And she talked to them as if they were kindergartners. She was like, space is such a vast and dark place with full of, of curiosities and full of things that just give us a, a mindset of wonderment. And it's so important that we like, it's crazy. It's like, you're talking to NASA engineers. They know this. That's why they're NASA engineers. That's why their heart and soul is into exploring space. But you're and, talking then she to la- and then her inappropriate laughs. Oh. She laughs all the time. It's in the middle of, oh yeah, this plane crashed and 900 people died. <laughs> Did you ever see like, the thing about her yellow school buses? No. Where she just like went on and on, like she was, she like let the cat out of the bag about uh, yellow school buses, um, like school buses becoming electric, and that there's like a one billion dollar, they're like one billion dollars is being awarded to school districts to replace older buses with electric vehicles. So that was like w- during the speech, like I'll just read the article here. During the speech, Harris commented, and this is coming from New York Post. During her speech, Harris commented on the nostalgia of a yellow school bus. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus? Many of us went to school on the yellow school bus, right? It's part of our experience growing up. It's part of nostalgia, a memory of the excitement, the joy, going to school to be with your favorite teacher, to be with your best friend. Who's she fucking talking to? Who's she talking to? Talking to kids? Like, is she talking to children? But she's not. She's not. She was talking to a room full of adults. It's this. They think that they're on this different level. And they're talking down. Like, we're not We're not equals when she's talking with people. Right. So she, she's. Yeah. 
They need to just it's keep bizarre, every man, one dude. of them away from a mic. But oh, it was it, the, the Twitter, the like the Twitter stuff about this was so funny. Um, it's so it's, it's like, and then you have Fetterman on top of all of this. You know what I'm saying? It's just. Uh, yeah, has he come out? I haven't heard anything more on him. So, and this is what sparked like CNN, like this is what Democratic leaders, this this was like the one article that led the CNN people to be like, stop being mean to Kamala Harris. Because a CNN contributor, Mary Catherine Ham, she joked, please sing wheels on the bus. Please, please sing wheels on the bus. That was one of her tweets. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's so funny. It's just so cringe, you know? She's so cringe. And what are uh, the Democrats going to do going into 2024? Do you think? I don't think they have a chance. What do you, what do you run on? Like, what, what, what's your platform? Like, hey, we are going to keep doing the same stuff that we're doing? Right. Like, we're going to keep giving money to banks that don't deal with you, you as a citizen. We're going to keep giving money to other countries and supporting all this other stuff. I've been watching uh, not to completely change the subject, but on like the 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 where we're not spending our resources at. Do you know that? Have you kind of been following like the border? You know the federal government sued the states down there to remove. They had put connexes, those big connexes up. They had built right. walls with those connexes. Yeah. Federal government sued them and to have them removed and remove them all. So now the border where they they built their own wall because nobody was doing it. So then they sued to have it removed and now it's all being taken out. Right. Because the Democrats need Mexico, baby. They need those Mexicans coming across using all of their benefits. Because if you don't have people using their unemployment benefits and everything, then they, they, they lose all these jobs. There's just so many jobs depend on. Well, that, it's a, it's a bigger thought. Cause then you have Calif like places in California and in New York, they want to give illegal immigrants the right to vote. Yeah. So you, you create these policies to push people across the border with the illusion of coming here for free, free, whatever. And then you get them in and you're going to keep feed them all this bullshit. And then you're going to get them to try to revote you back in. Like it's not rocket science. There's like four dots and you just got to connect them in a row and like, okay, we need to stop dot number one. Right. Do we, do we have any updates on Fetterman, by the way? Do you, have you have you heard anything? Like we should we should make that part of the show. There should be a, a section of the show that's all about like Fetterman updates. Um, the reason why I ask is just because Imperial Girl says she thinks uh, Fetterman is in a coma. You know it, the uh, the news the politics in the news has, has been more like watching the weatherman. Um, we talk about seasons. And so I've just been moving on. It's like, yeah, there's a big nor'easter coming to Florida. And then like the nor'easter just kind of does its own thing or it piddle paddles out or we watch the rage of the hurricane that batters Florida. And then the hurricane goes away and we just kind of move on. Um, you know, it's like we have Fetterman on the weather. Like we had the Fetterman storm hitting and then we have the spy balloon storm hitting and then we have the mothership storm balloon hitting. And it's like we're just kind of moving through things like like we move through the weather channel. News has really become like, like news anchors are, are just like the weatherman. They're wrong just as much as the weatherman, actually. So last week uh, on Friday, they had he had Wendy's at Walter Reed with his wife. So there's a picture of him and his wife at Walter Reed getting some getting their baconator on. 
Should we do a slow clap? Do we do the slow clap like as he's eating? He's dipping his fries in the Frosties. Are you a fries in the Frosties guy? Let's no. do a poll. Let's do a poll on last call. Are you a dip your fries in the Wendy's Frosty person? Yes or no? Have you done it? Are you done it? Like, let's get some polls up on the stories today. Are you no? Tomorrow? Are you normal or are you a serial killer? Basically, that's that's your your two. Wait, options which there. one are you going with? Serial killer? I, I'm not a. I am my food cannot touch. What? You're I'm a, a serial I'm a, killer. I'm a. Oh no. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not a mixy food guy. Dude, you don't dip your. Have you ever? Have you ever tried dipping a beautiful, delicious, salty Wendy's French fry into? A very cold chocolate, thick chocolate shake from Wendy's, and put it in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, not, not a fan. Not a there is How there is one. Not a fan. I almost can't get. I almost can't go to Wendy's and get a combo <laughs> without getting a small chocolate shake to dip my fries in. Like when I was in Hawaii, there's a uh, a breakfast place, and they have waffles with uh, fried chicken on yeah. top of it. Chicken and I never, waffles. Yeah, I never had that before, and I so had it there. Good. It's like that. That's okay, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not a mixy food guy. Wow. Do you put your Chick Fil A fries in the Chick Fil A sauce? I'm not like we have Chick Fil A, but I'm not. I'm. I'm not even. Stop. I've been there like maybe I'll two times in my life. Show right now. I know, I John. Like I, I get that some people like, but with me, like especially now, my since, dad was the type. That everything to my dad is um, everything is overrated. Like even if it's like really great music of his day and age, he'd be like, "No, they were overrated." They, you know, the Beatles overrated, da, 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 overrated. Everybody's over. Everything's overrated. Chick Fil A overrated, overrated. Till we force him to eat Chick Fil A, dude. Now he's a Chick Fil A guy. Like I've had it. Like it's all right. Like I, I do like their fries. It's I will all say right. There's nothing shitty on that menu. They have. What do they have? They have chicken and fries. Dude, their salads are the best. Southwestern oh, salad, the yeah, garden a, salad. I don't. I'm not a salad guy. Their spicy yeah. chicken sandwich, phenomenal. Their regular, their breakfast burrito, the best hands down out of any breakfast fast food thing ever. I will have to get. I will go. I'll make it a point. Their soft serve ice cream, delicious, way better than McDonald's, and it always works. Yeah, that's a plus. It is a plus. <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan. Um, let's do a poll though, and and see who is eating, who is eating dipping uh, fries or not dipping fries, and they think I want to do a rip pack giveaway. I want to okay. do a big rip pack giveaway. Um, by the way, you can still use that rip pack promo code. There, I think it gives you even more of a discount now for the rip pack for the wolf pack only rip packs. I want to do a rip pack giveaway. Um, go and follow, uh, and you got to let me know that you follow them. Um, I want you to follow the whole team. And I want you to know that you follow. I want Drew Breezy, Jonathan Bates, Andre Alplay, Deadleg, and myself. I know that's a lot, right? But you got to follow the podcast team, individual. Let us know. All you have to do is comment and say, I did it. Like, we're a lot of trust here. You don't even have to really do it. If you win, though, I'm going to go and look. But you got to make sure, like, you, you got to do it. And then you go. And so we'll put a post up just like we did last week on last call. And and then we'll randomly do the generating of the numbers of whoever commented. But all you have to do is comment. Say I followed everybody from the team. That's all you got to do. And then that puts you in for the for the winning. And I will send you a whole bunch of rip pack stuff. The little toothbrushes, the rip pack package. Um, it's like the wolf pack only one. Uh, maybe some rip pack stickers. And uh, and I'll get that out in the mail. 
congratulations to Will Cray, though, for, yes, on Instagram, jkeef, jkeef21. It's on Instagram. You got to go to Instagram, follow us. Um, yeah, we don't I'll, do a lot. I'll make sure when I when I make, I'll put a post on uh, Last Call, and I'll make sure I have everybody's stuff tagged so you can just click them if you're not following already. Imperial Girl asked a question with one or both accounts on Tansy. Uh, Imperial Girl, you don't even have to ask because you already follow everybody, so you're good. You're already in the winning. Just say you've done it because I know you have. But to answer your question, no, just Eric Tanzi official. Um, just go follow Eric Tanzi official. Follow Jonathan Bates. He ch- I think it's difficult to look at pictures. Pictures. Is it Jonathan yeah. Bates? Difficult to look at? And we'll put all of the tags in the post so it'll make it easy for you. Okay. Uh, you got to go to Dead Lake Media and you got to go to Andrea Uplate. And uh, and then you can win. Um, it's, don't forget Josh. I didn't. Who said I fucking forgot Josh? I said Josh. Yeah, I, me. I literally said dead leg. Josh is dead leg, for those of you who didn't know. Um, I Later this afternoon, I have an audition for a new Monday show. So get ready for that if you guys are if you're ready for a Monday. If you want more failure to stop, we'd like to hear from you on that. And then also, uh, now that we got Super Chats back, we've moved over to Megaphone. Uh, we've gotten some more money from some more advertisers. So we're, we're actually putting a lot more into the show. That's why I'm sitting in this like, weird dungeon-y thing. I am upgrading my studio, upgrading the internet. And so I have been pushed into this back corner while they're doing work out on the main floor. But you're going to see me with a new little studio in the back here at the big studio, which will look really cool when you guys get here in April. So uh, all the super chats, all the paid members that really goes into upping the game of the show. And speaking of which, we're going to do like a uh, like a website page where we're going to put a lot of these articles up, kind of have some blogs and stuff that uh, some links, hyperlinks so that you can look at the stuff that we kind of do here um, on last call. And it gives you something to do in your cop car. Again, we're just trying to get you guys to pass your shift, pass that time while sitting in your car for 12 hours, giving you something to do, giving you something else to look at, something to be ready for. Um, um if you've got some entrepreneur opportunities, might even do some special stuff on that. The book is coming out pretty soon. Just sent in this week the final marketing package for the book. So that was the next step. I don't know what happens after that. I actually tried to call the guys um, to see like what happens next. Like, is this something you have to approve or disapprove? The email I got back was, this is great, exclamation point. That was it. After months and months of hard work, I got a, this was great. Not this was great. The next step is that was great. We'll call you for further. That's great. But no, just this is great. Exclamation point. So. This is great. We're going to put it on the refrigerator at home. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um. So uh, is it Willie Cray? Yeah, Will Cray. He's here. God, notifications yep. didn't send. Will Cray. Good for you. You won the the one the skateboard deck, the sponsored sponsorship skateboard deck. It was used for a photo shoot with my son. Um, who's probably going to be famous. So uh, Will Cray, hit us up in the DMs and give he us your famous. address. And using stamps.com, we're going to ship out a skateboard deck to you that you can do whatever you want with. You can hang it on the wall and, and hope that it's worth money one day, that my kid becomes the next Tony Hawk or something crazy like that. Or you can uh, sell it. You can take a piece of furniture out of it. You can burn it. You can send it back. Give it to a kid in the inner city that doesn't have it. I don't care what you do with it, Will Cray. I, I skate on it. For, for all we care but you've won it and i think it's pretty cool so uh good luck with that and uh stay tuned for some more grommet vomit podcast tell all your friends with kids that they gotta listen to the grommet vomit podcast help those kids out support the kids support the children protect the children it Even is a, dope, adult it is a dope. To it. 
I might do that again because my kids do a lot of photo shoots. They just got four new decks. There's no way we're using four four decks. So, um, yeah, <laughs> my kid does have actual sponsors, and uh, he actually rides for the Deville skate team, which is probably an even bigger deal than the sponsorship. To be honest with you, shop riding for a shop team, and and if you don't know anything about action sports, but that's where it really starts um, because you get flow. I'm not going to explain like the whole thing, but uh, being having a shop that picks you up as a team member is an absolutely massive deal. Um, opens a lot of doors. It opens a lot of doors, but it's also like a rite of passage. It's something very yep. difficult to, to, to land. And, um, and even it's even crazier for my kids because they don't have a home shop. So there's no shop that they go to like every day because we live so far in the middle of nowhere that there are no shops around. So for a shop to reach out and say, Hey, we want to, we want to, we want to bring you guys on our team. Um, and it's cool. So now my kids, we, we actually did a team The they have, they have uh, shop members and, Myrtle Beach and North Carolina because they have stores in Myrtle Beach and North Carolina. And so the Groms, the younger kids, they all got to meet in Fayetteville for a day off of school and skate together. It was just the team. So they got to go to the shop. They got some decks. They got new grip tape. They got shoes. And then they all got to skate together and they got clips and photos. It was just such a fun show time. So um, it was it was really cool. It's really cool for them to be a part of the shop team. And, and I'm just really proud of them. And I'm proud of their podcast, part of JB2 um, and, and Duke. So um anyway uh, imperial girl says elkin cracks me up every picture he has this expression this is like the fuck are you making me stand here he is dude that kid is a uh <laughs> that kid is a serial killer for sure if he wasn't raised correctly but um he loves to skateboard he loves to to goof around and uh and he doesn't like people per se so he's he's got a lot of his mother's characters and traits but he's a very loving kind fun kid I, he's He's going to be fun to watch. I don't know what's in store for him, but I think out of all of them, he will probably be the pro. Uh, he has zero fear and um, we'll see what happens, but uh, I don't know, man. Augie's got a style that's unmatched and Duke's got a tenacity and non-quit attitude. I, I really just don't know where they're all going in this world, but um, I'm excited they're, to watch and hopefully they're I just always doing something. Up. I hope I don't fuck it up for them. That's my biggest thing. Um, so cool that they are getting such huge names in the action sports world on their show. I know, dude, like Ryan Sheckler, all those guys. It's just wild. Um, Jake, says, those are the most polite kids I've ever been around. That's because I abuse them. They're just and afraid. Congrats to Sheckler and the new baby. Yes. Yes. And I don't, I don't, uh, I don't abuse my kids. That was a joke. So, um, and Sunday pff, she's, she's a wild woman. She's actually drinking water on her own right now out of a bottle and that's that's been her newest thing and she also knows when she wants to eat real food so if you have anything if you put anything in your mouth anywhere near that child she squawks until you give her something so that's been pretty annoying because uh i you know it's just like the other kids like dad what are you eating dad what are you eating can i have a bite dad what are you drinking can i have a sip uh now i have another one that now squawks because it can't talk so because ah and you're like, damn it, dude. You know, I can't put so anything in my, my mouth without having to share it. So, so I do the wife when I need something from the other room. I just, ah, ah, ah. Uh, but anyway, uh, guys, it's been another great show of last call. I've got an audition here with another guy for, for the Monday show. And I'm really hopeful for this guy. Really, really, really hopeful. Problem is with this guy is he is an actual real life comedian. 
and yeah, you never know. You never know how comedians. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I think he's funny. Um, let's fingers crossed that this guy wants to come on to our channel. He's ex police officer that left the, the police department to be a comedian. I've been to a few of his comedy shows. I think he's very funny. Uh, but I don't know if he wants to be a podcaster or, or if he wants to join our team or not. And we'll, but we'll find out later this afternoon if he's got what it takes and if we've got what it takes to keep, get him on board. So, um, Imperial girl, I don't want to say his name, my, uh, but I will in the discord, will, the discord family will be the first to know. So, and even if I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. We just got to see, listen, last, last, last hire I tried to get was Dexter Pitts. And he wouldn't do it. I even I even called him this week, gave him one more opportunity to to try to come on with us, and he can't do it. Can't do it. He can't commit to the time. And He's a busy man. But uh, but it's good though because I'm really hopeful for this this guy because this guy can commit. I think we'll find out today. But uh, we're gonna do a practice run at it and see what it sounds like and run it by the team and see if um and see, yeah the show will be for free. Yeah, we're not. It's not paid. It, it won't be under a paywall or anything. But uh, I'm sure he won't be for free. I'm sure, I have to pay him something. <laughs> um, could probably pay him the same as everybody else. Laughs. But, uh, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. So, I mean, the, the numbers are what get you paid. So it all goes on on numbers, downloads, and uh, and things like that. So we'll see what happens. We keep we keep trending upwards. So that's 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 always good news. We are trending up. That is always great news. But with trending up means you have to grow up, which means I'm still sitting in the back, you know, uh, of a cave. And I can't wait to just have made it where we can come in and it's just there's no more growing pains. That we're just producing a badass show, just badass. And it's going to get even more badass because the, the more we go, the more time I have to do actual research. This week, I was a little bit unprepared because I spent so much time building inside of the studio that I haven't had time to really sit down at my computer and, and do as much research as I would like. So, um, But we're going to get it going. So until next time, guys, guns up, giddy up. Thanks for joining in to another last call. Be safe out there on the roads and uh, see you tomorrow for Com Center on uh, Fair Stop channel. Guns up, giddy up.